Okay, first of all, I'd like to, to thank every person who asked me to speak. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor to speak at an OA meeting. Um, at the November 30th, I, I celebrated 35 years of recovery. Um, my top weight was over 400 pounds. I did that twice in my life. Uh, the first time was 402, and uh, I lost some weight, and then something happened, whatever, I don't know. And the next time, it was 404. And those two additional pounds made a huge, huge difference because I know in my heart that if it had been 401, I probably would have theorized or said, oh, it's not that bad. But those addition, two additional pounds uh, really changed my life. And my bottom was my daughter's first wedding because I didn't think they were going to find a tuxedo large enough to fit me. Uh, I, I have a friend, um, we're still friends, I haven't seen him in a while, uh, and who had a business and one of his customers ran a tuxedo store uh, that uh, specialized in fitting hard to fit people. And my friend sent me over to this guy and the guy asked me how much I weighed, and I made up. I made a number up. I don't remember what the number was. And I thought to myself, this guy has got to know. Has got to know that I'm lying, because it would be impossible for me to weigh what I said. I what I told him I weighed, and measure what he's measured. I, I mean, I'm not stupid. Just sick. And he said, don't worry about it. Uh, and this was like three months before the wedding. Um, and to come back a week before for final uh, fitting and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, well, let's see what I could do. Well, I didn't lose any weight. In fact, I gained more weight. And uh, uh, I don't know what I weighed. And I didn't. And uh, I remember this with with the wedding. I had to walk a half a step behind my my daughter and my my wife at the time because I, I was taking up to two spaces in the aisle going down to the altar for, for, for the wedding. And uh, and I was in therapy, uh, a whole bunch of stuff was going on. And, uh, and I speak to my therapist, she's retired now, but on my, on my OA birthday, I call her and we talk for a little bit and I thank her and she doesn't remember it. She says, you did, I said, no. And what she said to me, and I'll never forget this, was Hank, Stop! Get off your ass and get get stop screwing around. Get off get off your ass and get you get your ass back to OA. And I and I listened to her and I went. And uh, in the beginning, I thought I was only allowed to go to the hundred pounders meeting. I didn't like to go to any other meeting, so I was going to one meeting a week, and I was going to one Weight Watchers meeting a week. And I lost the weight in dramatic fashion. I remember I lost 15 pounds the first week. I think I lost 30 pounds in a month. I lost uh, I lost uh, 50 pounds in a couple of months. And by the time I had six months in OA, I had lost 100 pounds. So I went from 404 to a little over 300 in six months. And then you get to be on the speaker circuit in California. And I joined OA in the San Fernando Valley of California, which is where OA began. So... Um, and my wife uh, thought I was in a cult. 
because I was doing this. I was changing. I had a copy of the big book, and I mean the big book. This was before OA had any of its own literature. Everything was read out of the big book. And somebody said, why don't you invite your wife to come to, to bring her to a meeting and let her see what we do here? I said, okay. So I, I took her. She said, okay, she'll go with me. And this meeting was, it was uh, I forgot where it was. was that, and uh, there was a soda machine in the back of the room with um, filled with different kinds of diet soda. And during the meeting, people got up and walked to the soda machine and got a diet drink and came back. And on our way home, my wife said to me, can't you people, this is her exact words, can't you people go for two hours without having something in your mouth? And right then and there, I knew that this this wedding, this marriage was not going to last. I lost, um, like I said, I lost 100 pounds in six months. Um, I I lost my pretty much the whole weight that I had to lose in a year. And I was uh, living in California. Um, I had moved out. I was living uh, in a place. And um, um, I got a job offer. We were living in California, and I got a job offer. Um, in Washington D.C., and I accepted this offer because I wasn't—I was doing nothing. And I said to my wife, "I said, well, would you, would you come? Would you like to come to Washington with me, and let's see if we can do anything?" And she said, "I'm tired of traveling with you. You do what you do what you want. I'm going to do what up my life." And that was it. She and I are now friends now. Neither one of us remarried. I was engaged once to somebody I met in program. Uh, she's devoted her life to our, our children and our, and our grandchildren now. And, and we speak to each other. I called her, and I think I called her just the other day to thank her for something that she had done for me. And uh, so we have that kind of relationship now. We could be in the same room where for a while we could do it. So um, I was in the program about six months, and I got a job offer in Washington, D.C., and she, and she didn't want to go with me. Uh, but before that, my wife and I, on our last trip together, we went to New Orleans with another couple, um, her cousins. And Saturday morning, I got up early. Everybody was sleeping. And I found where there was an OA meeting. And uh, I went to an OA meeting on a Saturday morning in New Orleans. And this is, now we've been, this is in the beginning. And now, a year later, I, people were handing me pieces of paper with telephone numbers on it. And uh, I moved to Washington with two dogs and everything I owned in my Chevy Blazer. And uh, I got to Washington in a snowstorm. It was, uh, I forgot what month it was. I think it was November, December. And uh, I went to, the, to work uh, on Saturday. I filled in there. And I started... Um, I took pieces of paper out of my out of that I had with the number, and the first person I called um, was a um, was a woman who had just moved to Washington from New Orleans and had been at that meeting I was at in New Orleans six months earlier, and she recognized my voice and she told me where to meet her, uh, and uh, I did that. So I told anybody in any twelve step program can move practically anywhere in the world. Because we have an instant community wherever we go, as long as you're willing to reach out. So um, 
I went there and I rebuilt my life in that thing. So um, uh, I became uh, involved in the intergroup. I was the uh, chair of the, of the meeting. I was the intergroup chair. I got to go to world service. And I remember I met Roseanne. And for those of you who don't know who Roseanne was, she was the woman, a little Jewish housewife, who started over Eaters Anonymous. It's 50-something years now. It, uh, it's maybe even 60 years. I forgot what year. And uh, and uh, she wrote her book, and, and her book is called uh, Beyond Our Wildest Dreams. And she autographed it for me. And I felt so special. Boy, I got this book, and Roseanne signed the book for me. And then sometime later, I found out she wrote that to everybody. I said, I'm not that special. I'm just another bozo on the bus, you know, waiting for the next town. We pull in there. And so we did it. And uh, I got involved with OA, as I said, on different levels. And uh, um, and I tell you, anybody in any 12-step program could move more easily than someone who has no addiction because pretty much wherever we go, we're going to find people who are like us. And, uh, and somebody once said, you, we don't have to like everybody. We just have to love you. You know, we can love you back to health. There are some people that are, oh, I don't want to, oh, so-and-so is going to speak again, and I don't even want to know. And that's why we don't tell people who are, who are speaking, let them come and see what's going on. You never know and try to keep an open mind. You know, if if nothing, I if if if, if someone says, oh, I didn't, I didn't relate to anything Hank said, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I don't take offense. Uh, go to another meeting. You know, there are meetings now. Now with the phone and with the internet and everything, there's no excuse to, to not go uh, to a meeting. Um, and uh, as I, I think I said this before, I really think the big book needs, uh, it, it says, remember, the first word in the forward says, remember that we don't deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, powerful. I think it has this. It should also say jealous and patient. Because we're we're promised a life beyond our wildest dreams, and while we're living that life, the disease hates it, and it's doing everything in its power to ensnare us back into its clutches. So um, I went out to eat with a group of people tonight. I'm in this assisted living place, and and I ordered this thing, and I brought half of it home with me. You know, and it'll be in the refrigerator. I can have it now. I I quit. I'm not going to have anything like that. After the meeting, I may have a, a, another fruit or something that I can do, uh, but uh, it's in there. And, and uh, how much time do I have left? Anybody know? You have seven minutes left, Hank. Okay. So um, what I'd like to do, I don't know what else to talk about. You know, just keep going to meeting. If you, if, if. If nothing I said tonight resonated with you, don't worry about it. Um, go to another meeting, you know. Or and I, I gave my number, but I'll give it again. It's area code eight one eight nine three nine four two three two. And uh, I love this. The four two three two happen to be the uniform numbers of my two favorite baseball players. Forty two was retired, was Jackie Robinson's number, and thirty two was Sandy Kopex. And I saw them both play at Ebbets Field because I grew up in Brooklyn. And uh, I'm a Dodgers fan. I wear Dodgers blue. Um, and uh, I go to a uh, and I and I have friends, and, and it's just there. It's, you guys saved my life 
and like I said, given me a life beyond my wildest dreams. I never envisioned uh, some of the things that I have in my life today. So um, I don't know what else I could say. I like to open it up. If you have any questions, uh, we could do a Q&A for a little bit. Uh, but uh, I, I hope somebody got something out of this. And uh, if not, go to another meeting. And I think I'm done.